Hello, it's Peter Wright and Kathleen Beauvais in Ontario, Canada, and a snow-covered Ontario, Canada, but with bright sunshine, so we're not complaining. And we're here today with episode number 86 of The Yacking Show. This is where we talk about life, business, and more, and we bring you tips and ideas for the changing world we're living in today, very much changing. As always, we have interesting guests, and today we're delving into the food world, but I don't want to give the game away. But before I hand over to my co-host, Kathleen, I just ask you, if you like our show, please subscribe. It helps us with YouTube, and it means you won't miss the next exciting episode and all the other exciting episodes still to come. You'll be warned. So that's enough from me. It's my job now to welcome Kathleen. Hello, Kathleen. How are you doing today? Hello, Peter. I'm doing great. Thank you. And I, I'm so enjoying the sunshine today. Thank you all so very much for tuning into our show. We so appreciate you and we love reading your comments. So please keep them coming. And if anyone out there is interested in becoming a guest on our show, please don't hesitate to reach out to either Peter or myself. And as Peter mentioned, we do have a special guest with us again today. His name is Dave, uh, Jeff Davis. My, my apologies. Jeff, Hello. how are you? Good. Hello, Kathleen and Peter. Hi, uh, Jeff. It's my pleasure to be on your, your fine podcast. <laughs> well, you are the founder and owner of a company called Island Sun. It's a company that creates a unique blend of hot sauces. And I actually enjoyed reading your backstory on your website. But for our audience, can you please tell our, our audience a little bit about your background and what led you into starting this business? Well, uh Thanks. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed the story. It's um, it's a true story, and and um, a little bit of background on me. I was in, in marketing uh, in various capacities for about 20 years before um, taking this path. And so, as you guys would know, I mean, like it's it's a lot of work marketing. But what cuts down on the work is if you have a really great product and have really great service, then it's really easy to market something like that. So I was sitting in numerous marketing departments as a graphic designer and, and a kind of communications person. And, um, you know, our task was to take a mediocre product and try and make it, sell it. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's challenging when there's a lot of competition and, and you know, um, Essentially, in a larger companies, they're trying to shave dollars and, you know, make something that's more mm -hmm. efficient, uh, not necessarily the Edsel, so to speak. Um, if you guys are familiar with the yeah, Edsel. Yeah. Um, I'm dating myself a little bit, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> I'm not quite that, that old. But, um, uh, yeah, so my whole, my whole time being in departments like that, I, I was always thinking to myself, it would just be so nice if, if I had like a very simple product that spoke to what I love and, and, um, that, you know, people could, could use in a, in a healthful way and, and, um, nothing that's gonna, you know, really, really mess you up too bad, I hope. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, like it, and, and my dad, who my background is, is quite a mix. My mother is French Canadian, uh, Métis and my uh, dad is from Barbados, which people sometimes are shocked uh, to discover. But um, my dad's ancestors were there 
since the late 1600s in Barbados. Um, they were indentured servants. So during the the uh, British Civil War back in 1650 or, the, or thereabouts, uh, the Irish and the Scottish basically were decimated, and and the prisoners of war were brought to the Caribbean to uh, to work okay. to work there. So that's how my dad's ancestors got to Barbados, and um, they were some of the first kind of English uh, or from the Europe, uh, the first ancestors, you know, or people to, to be there. So outside of the indigenous uh, natives who were wiped out, <laughs> sadly, <Yes>. but. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so um, it's kind of funny because not everybody knows that history. Um, if anyone's interested, look up Red Legs. It's um, basically the, my ancestors wore kilts. Mm -hmm. Their legs became very red, burnt in the, in the sun, sun yeah. from yeah. chopping down sugarcane or tobacco yeah. or whatever they're growing, yeah. um, mainly sugarcane. And uh you know, that's, that's where the name comes from. And it's kind of a lost bit of history. Um, wow. I know that a lot of Irish, Irish people are now looking at, um, at the roots uh, that have ended up in Barbados and uh, were sort of lost track. So, um, so it, it's a really, I mean, if you go down that rabbit hole, it's, it's pretty interesting on its own. But um, so anyways, my dad, my dad uh, moved to, he immigrated to Canada when he was 19. He met my mom and they had kids, uh, two boys, and um, he decided it was a good idea to start feeding his young boys hot sauce when they were pretty young. Uh, so I remember my first experience uh, was on spaghetti. So my dad made spaghetti and he doused it with uh, <laughs> with a, this yellow hot sauce with a parrot on the bottle, I remember uh vividly as a kid and just going wow like this this is crazy it's too hot you know but then going for another bite going for another bite and i was instantly hooked um and my brother not so much but uh so anyways that i've always been looking for that sauce in shops and um and um you know little retailers and shops all around uh southwestern ontario couldn't find it so and the stuff that I did find is pretty it's it's a more common variety and they use I'm not going to name any names but there's a lot of simulated flavor mm -hmm. so it's not they're not using what they would use on hand in the island they're using like a simulated product right so in 2018 my wife and I went to god bless her uh went to uh, she puts up with a lot um we went to we went to Barbados because I wanted to sort of do a historical kind of travel around the island and I said openly I said I'm gonna try every single hot sauce in Barbados and pick what I want to do when I when I go back home so um so we did that we took a tour around the luckily Barbados is very small so we did a we did a tour of the south and we did a tour of the north side of the uh, island. My dad's from um, my dad's from St. John's Parish, which is uh, if anyone knows Rihanna, that's where her father mm -hmm. is from. So uh, her her father was a Fenty, oh. and um, my dad's Davis 
and um, there were other kind of families, but not too many more than, you know, maybe five or six families in that parish uh, that were kind of a, of a similar ilk. So, um, so there's some sort of connection between me and Rihanna. Yeah, I have yeah. never met her. I've never met her. Uh, I would love to, of course, uh, but uh, her dad was a red leg, apparently. Okay. So, okay. so we've got that, and we've got that in common. I can also shake a mean uh, booty if I'm dancing, <laughs> too, but I mean, it's you know, not not on par with her. Okay. But, uh, so, uh, hey, Jeff, I, I've got to jump in here because yeah. Barbados is, apart from its hot sauces, Barbados is known for its really good cricketers. But from yes. what I can recall, people who wore kilts didn't play cricket. So, so where did yeah. the cricket angle come in? I, you know what, I uh, I know there's some really famous cricket cricketers, um, cricketeers there in in Barbados. I'm not I'm not a huge cricket um, expert. Uh, I would say that they probably brought cricket from the more the British colony, like yeah. you know, like it's more the empirical imperial, uh, you know, sort of side. That's right. Because yeah. they play as they play internationally as the West Indies from all the islands, right? Yes, yeah, and they're so really that's good. another. So that's another interesting side is that um, India, there's a lot of uh, like India flavor and and yep. people in Barbados and people from India and Pakistan um, and uh, there are huge cricketers as well. Like I know, oh, yes. I've seen it. I've seen them playing. It's it's pretty amazing. I mean, you know, dressed up in all their white. Their white uh, clothing and and it's it draws a huge crowd in Barbados. It's 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 huge. Well, let's, um, let's get back to your sauces for a moment. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, tell our audience a little bit about the process that you currently go through to develop your sauces, and uh, I take it that you source the ingredients locally as much as you can. Isn't that right? Yeah. So um, I work with uh, Fennings Farms in uh, yeah. New Hamburg. Yeah, so we know them. Yeah, we do. Eck Fenning and the gang there are just, they're awesome. I, uh, I look forward to working more with them in future on, on like new products um, as well, like trying to source things locally. Like the main thing I get from them is my turmeric. So I get, um, I get organic turmeric root from them. And uh, so I'm not using a powder. It's, it's actually the root. Some people think I'm using ginger, but um, it's not ginger. It's actually turmeric, which is a cousin of uh, ginger. So, um, and it gives it that wicked yellow color. Actually, I'll show you. Yes. Uh, nice. Yeah. I've got, got a bottle of it here. Excellent. So it's it's a yellowy. I don't know. It's sorry, the angle's not so great, but it's it's a yellowy kind of a of a color, um, mainly from the turmeric. It also has a lot of mango in it. Um, I get. I get fresh mango chunks. Obviously, some of the ingredients don't grow in Canada, so um, like the like the hot peppers. But I'm I'm trying to source some in Ontario now from Ontario growers. Um, trying to do as much as I can locally, uh, whatever I can whatever I can get. If it's not buying it directly from Ontario, it's it's buying it from a a business in Ontario. Sure. Um, sure. So can you? So yeah, I'm 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 working. That that does that explain? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I, I got to jump in there and say to you that um, 
my son from came here from Zimbabwe for 2017-18 and we started a vegetable growing operation as a business to help him immigrate it didn't work um oh but he went back but in the in, in those two years we grew scotch bonnet habanero jalapeno uh red chili and a few other hot peppers and we sold them at farmers markets and they went like wildfire and yeah. there were other people growing them as well and we had our surplus stuff processed into not sauces like yours, but um, relishes and sauces by a commercial kitchen in Milton. Uh, okay. A woman called Heather. I can't think what her name is. It's, it's so a, was it like a mash, like a pepper mash? Yeah. But yeah. Um, the reason I mentioned it to you is she is in touch with a whole lot of pepper and chili growers uh, that she uses for her ingredients. And she's very helpful. So I'm sure she would also pass on the sources of, you know, where you could get all the stuff. I'll, I'll send great. you that link separately. Um, yeah, please do. That sounds yeah, great. But, um, they, they were hot and we had a few Portuguese people at uh, farmers markets who really liked the habaneros and the scotch bonnets. So I'm going to ask you another one. I was looking at your website and, and you're really hot sourced. You're triple R. You've come up with a name, oh. the tagline, the rosy red rectum. Um, <laughs> so that reminds, Sorry. yeah, there we go. There we go. And I, I guess the tagline is because of the effect it has on a certain part of one's anatomy. So, yeah. That's so, the name of that sauce, Jeff. Yeah. So how do you pronounce my that? uncle, my, my uncle, Joe, my dad, my dad comes from a family of 14 kids and uncle Joe was kind of like, they call him Shrek. That's his, his nickname. Cause he's a really big guy. Um, he was, uh, he's pretty boisterous. And, and he, I would, I heard him as a kid say that sauce is triple R that triple R man or triple R brand, he would say. And I asked him, of course, what that meant. And he said, man, it'll give you a rosy red rectum. And so, you know, like that's, that's where it came from. And I mean, of course you gobble it down and you pay the price, but it's, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's funny. I've changed the label on it because the label used to just say very clearly rosy red rectum. And I got that on a t-shirt. And I don't think people enjoy seeing <laughs> that word in really large text on my shirt. So I switched the label so it's a little smaller. It's a little bit That's of smart. the, you know, more I of got, the... I, okay, I have to ask. I've been asking for a little yeah. bit now. How do you pronounce the name of the sauce? Bajin Tiger. Tiger. Bajin Tiger. So Taiga. here's the story behind it. it well... Bajan is the term you would use for someone from Barbados. Right. It's also the patois that they sort of like the accent and how they speak is known as Bajan. But you would call somebody from Barbados, Barbados a Bajan. And uh, it reminds me of Cajun, like the way yep. you would say, say that. Um, and then Taiga is obviously just slang for tiger. And I was going to call it Bajan tiger. T-I-G-E-R, yeah, but there's a boxer. There's a boxer from Barbados with that name, and I didn't want to uh, get into trouble uh, with oh, him. Right, right. <laughs> so, so you changed the spelling. That's clever, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's slang. It's just slang, and it's fun. And, and I mean, uh, the tiger element is actually the from India. So what I'm doing is adding uh, ghost peppers to the sauce as well. So um, right. those aren't native to Barbados, but those are more from India. So, um, okay. or Bangladesh, um, 
you know, so that where there are many tigers. So, yes, of course. So, well, yeah. I got to tell you, you're not too far out of line with that tagline because it shows you how effective a good tagline is. I left South Africa in 1990s. So what's that? Uh, 30 years ago. And there was a fast food chain there called Nando's Chicken. And yes. they did lots, you know, you know, they're all over the world now. Piri, piri. Yeah. yeah. So one of their radio ads said, uh, with a guy with an East Indian accent, which I can't do properly, said, our wings, I think it was wings or chicken legs are so hot, they'll have you doing handstands in the shower. And that was the tagline. <laughs> and I've remembered that to awesome. today. So. <laughs> yeah, so you know, you're not you're not far off with that one. Nice, <laughs> so it's memorable. What it's, about? Yeah. Um, are you developing any new products? Yeah, well, I'm. Uh, I've got a few things in the works. More collaborations with uh, with local. So it's right now. It's a lot about supporting local. Um, there's some really exciting things happening. I'm really excited about. Um, I connected with uh, a local place called M the Munch Box, which is a local snack delivery place. And uh, the guy there, the guy uh, that's that I know there, a name uh, Carl Stubaker, he uh, he took my sauce one step further, and he's trying to create a popcorn with like with my sauce, basically freeze dried into a powder. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and putting it on this popcorn and it's i i mean i'm i'm so excited to to see what happens but he basically showed me uh this morning he showed me the the kind of product that's produced when they when they make this powder and it's basically like chunks of uh chunks of super freeze dried sauce and he said i've been eating <laughs> i've been eating the little chunks of sauce and they're amazing so i mean it's like you've already got your product, just put them in a bottle. So, but it's, so that thing is that, that uh, project, I'm really looking forward to see how that goes. Um, uh, also, I'm kind of trying to, and uh, we were talking about this earlier, uh, the background, my mom's side is, is French Canadian Métis. And so at, during the holidays, meat, meat pie is a, is a big deal. Uh, tortier mm -hmm. and so uh my my ancestors on that side my grandmother makes uh this amazing relish which goes on tortier so i'd like to kind of my wife and i are talking about developing something along those lines uh maybe a little spicier mm -hmm. so um you know it's, it's something that's in line with with uh something something we really love so uh we'll see We'll see how that goes. Um, I'm I'm doing uh, doing research right now on it and uh, looking at kind of the sourcing of of good good uh, fruits and vegetables for this. So so Fennings will definitely be <laughs> I'll be talking to them shortly. But uh, yeah, I also get I also get uh, supplies through Flanagan's and McMillan's uh, locally. So Great. so there's there's lots of options locally for this. Um, but yeah, that that might give you a little hint. Yeah. Um, I'm so tell also me, working. Sorry. How do you use your sauces. How do I use my sauces? Yeah. So, uh, do so you add them, are they like dips? Do you add them to main dishes, or how would somebody, if they were to buy a jar of your sauce, how do you, how would you use it? Well, you could drink it <laughs> if you like. Uh, I I've seen Carefully. people do that. <laughs> 
Um, if you have very high tolerance, you could just drink it. Uh, but um, I, I like it personally on on a steak instead of horseradish, or like it's a mustardy sauce with a really decent sting to it. So um, and it's it to me it goes well on on simple things like hamburgers, hot dogs. Uh, if you want to like spice it up and replace the mustard component, you could do that with that. Um, in Barbados, it, you would find this type of sauce on uh, chicken and rice, or you would find it on flying fish. You would fly like so a breaded fish. You would find it on well, you even find it at the breakfast table in Barbados, uh, like for their you know eggs and uh, sausage and stuff like that. Like mm -hmm. I honestly, I I can. I eat a lot of it and, and, uh, I'm a testament to, to how, how addictive it is. And, uh, yeah, I use it, I use it on everything in Barbados. It's like a table sauce. So, um, here, you know, I was kind of missing it and that was part of the thing. So, um, yeah, putting it, I put it out on the table most, most of the time. Um, you can put it on kind of anything, even, uh, something that they don't use it in Barbados for is a charcuterie board. So, um, I, I've been selling at many little shops and doing pop-ups and stuff. And, uh, the, one of the, the great surprises was doing a pop-up in Stratford. I was beside some, uh, cheese companies. So they were, they were, um, they were right away. They tasted my sauce and they were like, pair it with this cheese. So. Mm -hmm. So I sat, we sat and we basically put sauce on the different cheeses that they were all offering and we were cross-selling. So people would <laughs> come and they'd buy the cheese and they'd go, go buy that hot sauce for it. Or I would say this hot sauce goes perfectly on the cheese. And there was a lot of uh, real great business there and um, a great synergy. And, and it really does taste it. You know, there's, there's food pairings where um, on their own, they taste okay. Mm -hmm. Or or good on their own, but then you put them together, and somehow there's that magical chemistry, yep. and you can taste all of it, you know. And, and that was happening with um, a, it was a sheep's cheddar that they put it on, uh, like a mild cheddar. It just brought all the nice flavors out in that. Um, also, you know, like as a dip with crackers, uh, my wife Jody puts it with. Uh, like makes an aioli style sauce with uh, mayonnaise. Um, we'll make, uh, I mix it with honey often. So if I, um, I also do that with the triple R. So, <laughs> but it's a bit of sting to it, does it? That's right. So, so if you cook wings and you toss it in some of my, like a 50, 50 mix of my sauce and some honey, yeah. uh, some local honey, if possible, <laughs> um, just mix them in with that and it sticks really nicely to the wings and, and you've got a nice uh, addictive spicy tang to the wings. Wow. Very good. Yeah. Very good. We, we're getting towards the end of our time, Jeff, but very quickly, you, you've won a whole lot of awards. When I look at your website, you've won several awards for your, your sources. Um, it, does this help when you're marketing your products? Um, you know, it, yeah, I think so. I, I hope so. Um, I, I find the best, I mean, thanks for noticing that I, I won the gluten-free 
hot sauce of the year last year for the Canadian hot sauce awards. Mm -hmm. So, so that, uh, that was a real feather in the cap, of course, because um, I'm involved in gluten-free boxes. I'm involved in, you know, uh, those types of um, sites and promotions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously having that title is pretty good. Sure. Um, sure. But no, the, very good. the, uh, the one that I, th the one that I think is, is the ones that I think are more important are, um, or, mo or just as important, um, are from hot sauce reviewers. There's some in the States that have put me in their top 10, some in Canada that have put me in their top 10, uh, from 2019. So being that was my first year of business and getting those kind of that notoriety was really, no, very really good. helpful. Very good. So yeah, it's, I mean, I, like I said, I, I, it's a product where you can buy, you can buy the equivalent with a very synthesized simulated product, or you can buy it done in a very artisanal micro batch fashion. And that's sure. what I'm, that's what I'm going for. And, um, I don't want to sacrifice the quality, um, I enjoy cooking. I'm a, I'm a huge, I love it. I do everything myself. I wash the bottles, cook the sauce. I, yeah. I've done all the graphic design. Oh, sorry. I'll here's see my that. I'll <laughs> see that. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I could, I saved myself a lot of money. I didn't have to uh, go to a, a company to do any of that stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm just a one man, a one man team for now. Uh, I think uh, my goals are very, um, reasonable and uh in my first year i sold a thousand bottles and at that point uh i looked at my wife and said is it okay if i continue and she said yeah <laughs> and we agreed okay. and uh and so the following year i wanted to sell five thousand bottles and i sold almost seven thousand so wow so well things done. are going so it's like you know six or seven times the sales from year one so this year um we'll see how it goes i mean covid is hit everybody sure. it's really hard to project where things are going to go because of this so um, but but i've got to yeah. jump in there but because of the virus more people are eating at home than ever have done yeah. right yes uh, I, that could be a huge opportunity for you i actually think my timing was very lucky mm -hmm. uh i actually moved to amazon one of my goals was to to move to amazon uh before 2020 and um I did that. I, I got onto Amazon on, I think, January 1st or 2nd. And uh, it, it was crazy because the country kind of shut down, but on the online sales just, just went up. They just skyrocketed. So right. I we, went from selling one bottle a week to selling three bottles a day. Excellent. So it was, excellent. Yeah. Jeff, I, I hate to cut you off, but we're getting yeah, towards the end sure. and, and we have to, Kathleen's got some really important questions because you've got oh, to yeah, tell sure. people how to get your source. So back to Kathleen. Right. Well, you just asked it, Peter. So how, tell our listeners, <laughs> please, Jeff, how, if so, people are interested in buying, where did they, what did they do? Where did they go? Well, thanks. It, um, if you go to my website, that's probably the easiest uh, way to get it. It's islandsun.ca. So um, I'm sure the links will be below and uh, yes, they will be. Yeah. If you go there, you can, there's a link to Amazon. There's also a listing of all of the retailers that I'm selling at currently and all the online uh, ways to buy it. So it's not just Amazon. Amazon is its own thing, but uh, 
I am uh, also planning to ship to the United States this year too. So it's um, excellent. So it'll be in some shops down there, hopefully, and distri distributed down there. Um, yeah, so that that's probably the best way to get me. The uh, other thing is my Instagram account, which uh, I'm ch I check very frequently. Uh, so you can, it, it's Island underscore uh, Sun underscore Canada at at Instagram. So. You can okay. check that out. We'll put that on. I, I got to ask, sorry, Kathleen, a very quick one. Um, because you're using organic, quite a few of organic vegetables in the input, there's, I found from my experience in farmers markets, a lot of people who go to farmers markets look specifically for products like yours, artisanal production, organic. Would you be open to selling at farmers markets if people want, if storeholders wanted to get from you? Well, um, it, I do sell it at uh, a few, my, my plan was to get it to retailers who also go to farmer's markets. Fair so enough. they, so that's, it is currently at the Woodstock farmer's market. And um, I'm very aware of that one. I, I know that I have um, sold some wholesale to people who do go to the market as well. Uh, so it could, it could also be there. My, uh, the thing about the farmer's market is not a, not everything at the farmer's market has to pass the stringent standards of that you do when yeah. you're on a, on a shelf. Yeah. I've invested a lot of time and money to get uh, it into the kind of uh, uh, okay. premium end retail. So that's fair enough. It comes yeah. back to if anyone wants your product, whether it's to resell or for private consumption, get onto your website and order. contact me. Great. Yep. Send that's, me an email. <laughs> that's that's enough for me, Jeff. I'm going to hand it back to Kathleen. It's really Thank good you. talking to you and good luck with your, your future products. Thank you. Thank you, Peter. Yes, best of luck to you, Jeff. And thank you so much for joining us. And thank you all thank you. for tuning into our show. We so appreciate uh, your comments. So please keep them coming. And if anyone is interested in becoming a guest on the show, please don't hesitate to reach out to either Peter or myself. And until next time, bye-bye, everyone.